0: Hi listeners, it's Vanessa. For years, ParCast has worked tirelessly to bring you an unprecedented look at history's most radical true crime events. Your support has not only allowed us to keep exploring these stories, but has driven us to keep expanding as well. So as a thank you to the ParCast listeners, I am honored to announce the release of our first book, Cults inside the world's most notorious groups, and understanding the people who join them. It's available on July 12th, and you can pre-order it today at parcast.com cults. The Branch Davidians, The Ant Hill Kids, Heaven's Gate, and more. Cults combs through the terrifying details never explored in any of ParCast's series before. This is a passion project only made possible by you, so we truly hope you'll enjoy it. Visit parcast.com slash cults to pre-order your copy of Cults, inside the world's most notorious groups and understanding the people who joined them.
1: On an October day in 1973, An adventurous, long-haired college student named Stephen Greer stuffed his backpack with supplies. Then, the 18-year-old left campus to hike a section of North Carolina's Blue Ridge Mountains. Just as the sun began to set, Greer reached the top of a beautiful mountain peak.
2: In awe, he sat down near an overlook to meditate, but he was distracted by an object in the sky.
1: The large, disc-shaped craft appeared to flicker as if blinking in and out of existence. Greer hadn't noticed it before, but it was as if the object had materialized out of thin air.
2: He shut his eyes in disbelief, and yet when he opened them, there was a deer standing on its hind legs, and it walked towards him.
1: Stunned, Greer stood up. Then the deer reached out and touched his right shoulder. And in that moment, a tingling sensation came across his body. Whatever was happening, it definitely wasn't earthly. Seconds later, Stephen Greer vanished into thin
0: air.
1: You can find episodes of Conspiracy Theories and all other Spotify originals from ParCast for free on Spotify. This is our second
2: episode about free energy. Throughout history, scientists and inventors have tried to develop a machine or process that could create power on its own, with its energy output being greater than its input. Such a discovery would drop the price of energy and dramatically improve quality
1: of life, for billions of people. But it could also bankrupt entire industries overnight. The world's economy might hang in the balance. So this episode, we'll
2: discuss a few of the conspiracy theories behind free energy. Like conspiracy theory number one, that the US government is suppressing free energy technology, and conspiracy theory number two, which alleges that the fossil fuel companies might be leading that suppression.
1: And finally, we'll explore conspiracy theory number three, that time crystals might hold the key to unlocking free energy.
2: We have all that and more coming up. Stay with us. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. with betterhelp. Visit betterhelp.com/conspiracy today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp h e l p.com/conspiracy. Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new money maker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money maker play the game and you could win money up to two million dollars with more than 88 million in prizes ranging from 50 to 500 moneymaker cuts right to the cash lottery players are subject to ohio laws and commission regulations play responsibly there's a new class of blockbuster drugs drugs like ozempic they're changing bodies and all of a sudden just the weight From Paleolithic times to present, humans have always needed it to survive. Energy not only powers the appliances in our home, but our entire economic system, which means that whoever owns and produces that energy arguably controls most of the world's economies.
1: If a more abundant, cheaper, or even free energy source were discovered, those entities who control access to energy, namely governments and big corporations, would no longer be the gatekeepers of power.
2: Which brings us to conspiracy theory number one. The US government is suppressing free energy.
1: The United States is the second biggest energy consumer globally, behind China. And while it might seem like the government would be keen to discover cheaper energy, the truth is much more complicated. Though Americans have relied on oil to fuel
2: daily life for a long time, oil supply has rarely been able to keep up with demand. As economies grow, demand for energy increases. It's a pretty simple equation. When more people can afford products that use energy,
1: their overall energy need increases. Which means, without enough power to go around, the economy falters. These days, any disruption or change to the energy system can cause ripple effects across society, from affecting a country's stability to a politician's favorability. Many politicians who want to stay in power know to keep an eye on the price at the gas tank.
2: Even as scientists have begun to identify alternative forms of energy, many politicians continue to push for oil subsidies and reliance on gas. This can be due to the fact that the fossil fuel special interest groups often lobby on behalf of their industry and contribute to political campaigns. Just in 2022, the oil and gas sector gave $12 million to US politicians. So theorists have argued that if something like free energy came to fruition, those politicians stand to lose campaign money.
1: But this seems unlikely, because while some politicians receive funding from the oil and gas industry, it's not that much in the larger scheme of things. For example, in the same year that big oil and gas gave $12 million to U.S. politicians, Single-issue interest groups combined gave $123 million to political campaigns in the House and Senate to support issues like gun ownership and abortion.
2: Yet if Congress isn't hiding free energy for economic reasons, it might be something even darker. Some believe the government is worried that free energy represents a formidable threat to American national security.
1: If someone unlocked an endless source of energy, that country or individual could have almost infinite power over modern wartime weaponry. From mining cryptocurrency to powering war machines, free energy could give its owner the upper hand in almost any national security scenario.
2: And we know there's evidence to support this claim. The Department of Defense, as well as the Energy Department, have the power to, quote, Prevent
1: disclosure of new inventions and technologies. It's called the Invention Secrecy Act, and its roots date all the way back to World War I. During that time, Congress authorized a version of the policy by allowing the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, or the USPTO, to suppress certain defense-related patents until the end of the war. They feared enemy nations might use those inventions against allied forces. While the policy was reimposed during World War II, it didn't become a federal law until 1952. The timing here is significant. Just three years earlier, the Soviet Union tested its first nuclear weapon, a technology they acquired directly because of intel leaks from American scientists.
2: In any case, while the Invention Secrecy Act was perhaps created with good intentions, critics accuse the government of abusing it. They claim that while patent restrictions are only supposed to last one year, the USPTO can renew these restraints indefinitely.
1: We know that as of 2017, there were over 5,000 patents that the US government had blocked from the public. While people have tried to pose legal challenges to this process, it seems like nothing has been able to overturn the act so far. Plus, the
2: government has used the invention Secrecy Act to consider whether to hide energy resources from Americans before. In 1971, the Air Force and NASA considered solar panels possibly worth restricting if they were more than 20% efficient. They argued that such an invention could affect military use, even though they also acknowledged that solar
1: generators could have a huge impact on non-military applications. During this decision, they took an additional step. They stated that any invention that offered conversion efficiencies of 70 to 80% were also subject to review and possible restriction.
2: Free energy technologies would likely fall into this category which means the Patent Office could also use the Invention Secrecy Act to suppress any technology related to it, just as it's done with so many other inventions and discoveries.
1: The practice of suppressing patents brings Charles Redheffer to mind. If you recall from Part 1, in the 1800s, over a hundred years before the Invention Secrecy Act, Redheffer was granted a patent for his perpetual motion machine in 1820, but then he reportedly vanished.
2: Later in 1836, a fire broke out at the U.S. Patent Office. His patent was destroyed, and with it, the
1: technology
2: for his perpetual motion machine.
1: While we don't have all the details about Redheffer's patent, we can imagine he wasn't the only one toying with the idea of patenting a free energy device at the time.
2: And that interest hasn't stopped. Recently, the US Navy filed a number of mysterious patents that some reporters have called the UFO patents. This includes a
1: fusion energy patent. Knowing that the Navy approved this invention and filed a patent for it has only emboldened theorists who believe free energy machines already exist.
2: For them, humans didn't invent these devices, extraterrestrials did.
1: Perhaps the government could be hiding this technology because it proves that we are not alone in the universe.
2: In a 2020 documentary, ufologist Dr. Steven Greer claimed that the secret government plot to hide alien technology runs so deep, not even the president has control over it. Dr. Greer had been inspired to study extraterrestrials after a supernatural experience
1: he had while hiking in college. In October, 1973, 18-year-old Greer hiked over 5,000 feet up a mountain in North Carolina. Once he reached the summit, he took a moment to quiet his thoughts and meditate. And yet, as night fell and Greer opened his eyes, he claimed to see a deer-like figure walking on its hind legs towards him. Then, Greer says, the creature took him onto its spacecraft. For over three hours, he enjoyed outer space with what he called aliens. Once he returned to Earth, Stephen Greer was hooked. He spent his free time researching alien civilizations and trying to connect with the supernatural again.
2: So when he emerged nearly 50 years later with his theory that the government is keeping extraterrestrial technology a secret, many
1: were suspicious. But to back up his allegations, Dr. Greer compiled a dossier of over 400 pages. He even held a press conference where a retired army sergeant claimed to have seen aliens and visited crash sites. Though, as far as we know, the government hasn't taken these claims seriously.
2: Yeah, that hasn't stopped Greer from sharing his theory. According to Dr. Greer, Hiding this technology is political. It's to keep the social and economic systems in the current world order in place. The substantive change free energy could bring is just too high of a risk to global security.
1: Greer's statements might seem a bit far-fetched to some, but theorists point out that a series of hackings also show evidence of alien technology. Starting in 2001,
2: a Scottish man named Gary McKinnon hacked into U.S. military computers. Gary claimed to have found proof that the U.S. government reverse-engineered an anti-gravity propulsion device that was recovered from an alien spacecraft. As Gary told it, the government had spent years covering up this technology that he believed could change the world.
1: But most of the information he stole has never been publicized, so there's no way to corroborate his claims.
2: Ultimately, this theory is about whether the U.S. government is withholding free energy technology. And a lot of the behavior we've discussed seems to indicate they have a pretty good reason to be wary of it. Knowing that they have had the option to hide controversial technology in the past suggests they might do it again, especially if the stakes are
1: higher. I agree. Given what we know about how the government had the potential to restrict world-changing technology, like solar panels, I'd believe they could be ready to hide similar creations.
2: And on top of that, there's the Invention Secrecy Act. Though the act is only supposed to keep technology secret for a year, it never really works that way. I will say, though, without concrete evidence, I don't think we can confirm anything. So, on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being the most believable, I'm going to give this theory a 6.
1: I think it's true that if free energy technology existed, it could be hidden by the Invention Secrecy Act. But it's also likely that a technology so groundbreaking couldn't stay hidden forever, especially by one country.
2: That's true. Despite taking precautions, I could see the potential for leaks especially to countries with sophisticated intelligence agencies.
1: We can't deny, though, that the U.S. is in an energy crisis. Free energy could help everyone access affordable power. I think the government would choose to make that available sooner rather than later, so I'll give this theory a five.
2: What we haven't covered, though, are the other players in this equation, like big oil. Energy companies have incredible influence on global economies and have a lot to lose if free energy were to become
1: available. They also have some of the world's greatest scientists and engineers on payroll. So it makes sense that if anyone is poised to discover a free energy source, it's them.
2: Coming up, big oil moves to silence free energy technology. Hi listeners, it's Carter from Parcast Network, it's the perfect time to grab yourself a second helping of the Spotify original from Parcast, Devious Dads. Our limited series is back with a new collection of episodes from across the network, exposing the unfortunate families whose patriarchs had a penchant for causing pain. Criminal masterminds, spies, murderers. Every Sunday on Spotify, Devious Dads features the fathers who chose to put the fear of God into those they tormented, including their own families. Some men raise children, others raise hell. Be sure to follow season two of Devious Dads free and only on Spotify. And now back to the story.
1: As of 2017, the U.S. government has hidden over 5,000 patents from the public, claiming they represent information or technology that could jeopardize national security.
2: And some believe that they would even try to suppress free energy technology because it would
1: upend our global systems. And that risk is just too high. But governments aren't the only head honchos in the market. There's also big oil. Which brings us to conspiracy theory number two. Fossil fuel companies are suppressing free energy technology to maintain their profits and global influence.
2: The oil industry as we know it began in 1859, when a man named Edwin Drake drilled the first commercially viable oil well in Titusville, Pennsylvania.
1: It didn't take long for his design to transform the coal industry. Everyone wanted crude oil, and Drake's technology was the best means of getting it. Still, because he failed to patent his design, he didn't see a dime of the riches that oil drilling brought.
2: There's a lot of money on the line in oil. According to the business consulting group IBIS World, the fossil fuel industry alone will account for $5 trillion in revenue in 2022. If a more efficient energy source were developed, the oil industry's business model would collapse.
1: So it's easy to understand why oil companies would do anything to protect their profits. That includes suppressing free energy technology.
2: While it might seem like the oil industry would be eager to find and adapt to a new and cheaper technology, it's not that simple. Large, established companies struggle to pivot because they have massive infrastructure in place, and change is expensive.
1: According to the U.S. Energy Information Administration, there were over 900,000 U.S. oil wells in production in 2020. On average, it costs around $76,000 to safely close just one of these wells.
2: That means it would take over $70 billion to plug these wells and move on to a different energy source. And that's just one aspect of a huge industrial complex. Think about who oil companies sell to. People with gasoline-powered vehicles. If companies pivot but consumers don't, they have a product they can't unload.
1: That's not to say that some corporations haven't waded into other forms of energy. Over the years, BP and Chevron have invested in renewable resources, but critics say these actions are shallow.
2: The same companies that claim to be moving away from fossil fuels are currently expanding their oil operations. Oil production is expected to hit record levels in the coming years.
1: A 2022 study found that ExxonMobil had not generated any clean energy for over a decade, which comes down to money. ExxonMobil's former CEO, Rex Tillerson, summed it up by telling shareholders, quote, we choose not to lose money on purpose.
2: And those choices have far-reaching implications, especially when big oil execs dabble in politics. Rex Tillerson became former President Donald Trump's Secretary of State. Clearly, the ties between big oil and the U.S. government
1: run deep. Given that fossil fuel companies are content to talk out of both sides of their mouths, when it comes to sustainability, many people wonder, are they hiding something even worse?
2: For years, critics have speculated that oil companies suppress or blatantly lie about information regarding the effects of burning fossil fuels, and recent lawsuits reveal that they've known about their role in climate change for years, only to tirelessly hide that truth.
1: In a study conducted in 1962, Shell's own scientists found direct connections between fossil fuel emissions and the dangerous increase of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. Seven years later, another scientist concluded, undoubtedly, that shifts in atmospheric CO2 changed the climate. Even with those findings, the National Petroleum Council, which
2: included Shell execs, stated in a 1972 report that, quote, air pollution is not a serious problem. Other companies then followed suit, running their own misinformation campaigns in an effort to deny the science.
1: And worse, In 2015, Greenpeace and the Climate Investigation Center revealed that fossil fuel companies like ExxonMobil were secretly funding some climate scientists to publish misleading research.
2: One scientist, who received over $1.2 million from Exxon and other oil companies, published a paper that pinned climate change on the sun. While his work has since been discredited numerous times, oil companies continue to use his research to deceive the public.
1: Companies are able to spread misinformation like this by pairing with sympathetic politicians and making sure candidates use it in their campaigns.
2: Which the energy companies donate to
1: heavily. Take Oklahoma Senator Jim Inhofe, Even today, he uses the pseudoscience on his official website to discredit climate change.
2: This strategy is effective at persuading the public, too. According to a 2019 Pew Research poll, 49% of Americans believe human activity contributes a great deal to climate change, while 20% believe human activity plays little to no role at all in it.
1: As a result... Regulations on the industry have stalled, allowing the companies to avoid shifting to alternative energies. Simply put, the consequences have largely been removed.
2: And we know that fossil fuel companies have lied about another big
1: part of the industry, supply and demand. Oil is a non-renewable resource. Therefore, its price is driven by its scarcity. In other words, the less there is of it, the more it's worth. That's why if free energy existed, the price of power would drop dramatically. So to
2: create a market that benefits the suppliers, many oil companies have joined together to limit the amount of oil they produce. In economics, it's called
1: artificial scarcity. To give an example of this, you might recognize, take Beanie Babies. In the mid-1990s, a company called Thai intentionally slowed production of their Beanie Baby plush toys. Demand from collectors, who believed the toys were rare, drove prices through the roof. That led to the first, and hopefully last, Beanie Bubble.
2: Similarly, like Thai inflated their profits by manufacturing a fake shortage of Beanie Babies, the Organization of the Petroleum Exporting Countries, or OPEC, manipulates oil costs.
1: OPEC is a conglomerate spanning 13 countries. Its primary goal is to control oil prices, which it does through artificial scarcity. When excess oil is introduced to the market, OPEC can choose to intentionally produce less oil, keeping the prices artificially high. So it's no surprise that OPEC also
2: plays a massive role in politics. The largest example happened during the 1970s when OPEC instituted an oil embargo that crippled the U.S. economy. In
1: 1973, war broke out between Israel and a coalition of Arab states led by Egypt and Syria. The United States supplied Israel with military weapons which upset Arab members of OPEC.
2: So in retaliation, OPEC instituted an oil embargo on the U.S. and other countries that supported Israel. Oil production was cut and prices shot up dramatically, leading to the 1973 oil crisis.
1: The rising price of oil shocked the global economy. Inflation rose faster than expected, threatening to plunge the world economy into a recession. Ultimately, the US helped negotiate an end to the conflict between Israel and the Arab states surrounding it. But to some
2: theorists, this event only solidified that the fossil fuel industry manipulates our global system when it behooves them.
1: If you remember, the 1973 oil crisis is what led inventor Stanley Meyer to start work on his water fuel cell. He stated that he was concerned over America's dependence on oil and set out to make the U.S. energy independent.
2: Stanley also claimed that while developing the technology, representatives from oil companies tried to intimidate him,
1: first by threatening him, then later by offering to buy him out. Stanley's brother, Stephen, said that shortly before Stanley's death, he overheard a phone call between Stanley and an oil executive. When Stanley hung up, he said that the oil company had just offered him $800 million to kill his water fuel cell technology. Stanley refused.
2: This recollection seems to line up with a report from the Columbus Dispatch. The Ohio newspaper reported that a young boy remembers seeing men, who he believed to be from the Middle East, visiting Stanley in the late 1970s. Once they left, he said military vehicles filled the driveway, apparently there to speak with Stanley.
1: When Stanley died at the Cracker Barrel restaurant, it felt clear as day to his brother that someone had wanted to silence him by poisoning him because if OPEC
2: was powerful enough to force higher prices, inflation, and the devaluation of the dollar in the United States, it stands to reason that their influence could reach a lone inventor in Ohio.
1: When it comes to this theory, I do think we have to consider the evidence we have, like how much of a risk Stanley was to OPEC at that point with his invention, because to me, It seems like his technology wasn't quite as far along as he liked to suggest.
2: That's probably true. But we do know that OPEC and oil companies feel extremely threatened by any change to their system. If it worked, Stanley's water fuel cell could have upended their hegemonic control of energy markets.
1: If is the key word. It's still unclear if Stanley's invention actually worked. No one ever got a close look at his technology and vetted it. It seems extremely hasty for international leaders and oil executives to travel to ohio to intimidate an amateur inventor whose creation hadn't yet been proven
2: well maybe they knew something we don't well it's impossible to find out now in light of stanley's death i still think there's enough motive for oil companies personally i think they'd suppress free energy technology to maintain their profits So, I'm giving this theory a 7 out of 10.
1: That makes sense. There's no denying that fossil fuel companies control a lot of power. But I still feel I need more direct evidence. There has to be some concrete proof that they're trying to silence new tech that works. Plus, the coroner's report stated that Stanley died of a brain aneurysm. So, this is a 3 for me. There
2: are a lot of questions about free energy we haven't been able to answer yet. So maybe we're looking in the wrong places. Perhaps the fossil fuel sector doesn't hold the key to free energy. Maybe the gatekeepers of the technology are somewhere else, like at a lab in Silicon Valley.
1: Coming up, time crystals might be the key to free energy. And now, back to the story.
2: Since Edwin Drake found the first commercially viable oil well in 1859, the fossil fuel industry has tried to suppress alternate energy sources. And in tandem, the US government has implemented programs that possibly allow them to restrict new inventions or technology via the Invention Secrecy Act. If free energy did exist,
1: they could potentially be keeping it hidden. But there's also the possibility that free energy is right in front of us. Which brings us to conspiracy theory number three. Free energy could be found in time crystals.
2: In 2010, a Nobel Prize-winning MIT professor named Frank Wilczek was struck by an interesting idea while lecturing a group of students about crystals.
1: Wilczek theorized that because the atoms inside crystals tend to arrange themselves in a specific way, if, over time, the atoms spread, they would move back into place without the need for energy.
2: He called them time crystals.
1: Wilczek's focus on atoms is one with roots back in the late 1800s. If you remember from part one, Carpenter and inventor John Keeley understood that tiny atoms around us are always vibrating. Keeley believed that if a device could harness the vibrations of atoms, it could potentially generate free energy.
2: He claimed to have built a machine that could run on what he called etheric force. And while his device eventually proved to be a fraud, he may have actually been onto something.
1: After all, there is an inherent truth to the concept behind his machine, that atoms are in constant motion.
2: Typically, we think of matter as having four states, solid, liquid, gas, or plasma. Each type of matter has specific rules for how its atoms are arranged, and even if the atoms move a bit, they're contained within a set molecular structure. So, for example, though water can change shape depending on
1: its container— it still has a fixed volume. But a time crystal is composed of a novel phase of matter. As writer Marsha Wendorf explains, it moves, quote, in a regular repeating cycle continuously and without using energy. Most importantly, time crystals don't lose
2: energy, which is pretty cool, though it totally violates the second law of thermodynamics. If you recall, this was the biggest problem with previous perpetual motion machines.
1: Which is perhaps why Wilczek's work was only theoretical. Though the professor published his theory on time crystals in 2012, he didn't actually try to make one. By 2015, his theories caught the eye of various scientific groups who took on the challenge of making time crystals a reality.
2: One of those groups, QTEC, a Dutch academic research collective, was able to create a time crystal based on spins in the molecular structure of a diamond.
1: And another group found that tickling a crystal with a laser would set off a reaction that put energy into a steady, in-motion state. Their findings matched QTEC's.
2: It appeared that Wilczek's time crystals were real.
1: And then one of the most advanced computing teams in the world got involved, Google's quantum computing group.
2: To understand time crystals, it helps to know a little about quantum computing. A normal computer looks at problems in a binary way. Think of a coin. For a classic computing, it lands on either heads or tails. However, in quantum computing, the system can look at the coin from every side and state.
1: This means that quantum computers can solve problems much faster than a normal computer. For example, in 2019, Google's quantum computer, called Sycamore, solved a problem in 200 seconds that would have taken a normal computer around 10,000 years to solve.
2: That's because quantum computers operate directly with atoms or particles instead of with silicon. This speed and dimensionality means that we now can look much more closely at what's happening on the atomic and subatomic level.
1: Which makes Google's Sycamore the perfect machine not only to study, but to possibly create time crystals.
2: This is precisely what happened in 2021. Scientists at Google announced they successfully created a time crystal inside Sycamore's quantum processor. It lasted roughly under two minutes, But in that time, the team essentially created a new phase of matter, unlike a solid liquid or gas.
1: We don't yet know everything about what's possible with these time crystals, but we do know that science is growing by leaps and bounds. And unlike previous perpetual motion machine advances, the science behind time crystals is hitting the mainstream.
2: Of course, there are always skeptics who argue that time crystals aren't necessarily breaking the second law of thermodynamics. They claim that it's not uncommon for small systems consisting of a few atoms to move without energy loss.
1: Plus, there's no clear evidence to suggest that the findings from the lab can be applied to real-world mechanics. While the Google discovery is fascinating, it's hard to see how it could transition to practical use if time crystals don't actually create any energy in other words they'll probably never be powerful enough to fulfill the promise of free energy
2: the same critics point out that because time crystals are not in equilibrium there is no driving force that powers them for instance unlike a laser that heats up as energy is pumped into its system. Time crystals flip back and forth between states without absorbing energy. This is another argument that indicates they may not really be breaking the second law of thermodynamics. It also suggests there's probably no way to really generate energy from them.
1: I will say, I think if that is truly the case, that's a problem that big tech is certainly thinking about and trying to solve. And of course, it's possible they're letting on far less than they actually know. After all, Silicon Valley is the breeding ground for stealth startups. Keeping information quiet is the name of the game.
2: Right. Google, Meta, and other tech companies have, on numerous occasions, been guilty of keeping secrets from their consumers. In 2019... The Wall Street Journal confirmed that Google manipulates search results to promote big business. And we know that they track our habits online to modify our experience of using the search engine.
1: However, those do seem like smaller instances when compared to the free energy conundrum. Hiding free energy technology would be much more catastrophic in the long run than being quiet about how you track users online.
2: That's true. We do know that tracking data is a rampant practice in tech today.
1: Either way, time crystals are a concept actively being tested today. While that leaves a lot of unknowns, that might also mean huge developments in this field are on the horizon in the next few years.
2: It's possible that time crystals might be the key to unlocking this phenomenon. Sure, it may take time to build out what they can be used for, but I'm optimistic. So on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most believable, I'm giving this theory a 6 out of 10.
1: I'm slightly more hesitant to agree. We still don't know how or if these discoveries would be made commercially available. Plus, there are a lot of critics of time crystals. Until we see more of their function in practice, I'm giving this theory a 4 out of 10.
2: Free energy has been out of reach for hundreds of years, and throughout history, people have strived to find it without much success. But that could change any day now.
1: Sir William Crookes, who first identified plasma in 1879, probably didn't know just how far his discovery of the forced state of matter would reach. Yet today, you can't walk a mile without seeing a neon sign, a crystal-clear TV display, or fluorescent lighting.
2: Give free energy a couple more decades, and it might be a different story. Thanks for tuning in to Conspiracy Theories. You can find all episodes of Conspiracy Theories and all other Spotify originals from ParCast for free on Spotify.
1: We'll be back next time with a new episode.
2: Until then, remember, the truth isn't
1: always the best story. And the official story isn't always the truth.
2: Conspiracy Theories is a Spotify original from ParCast. Executive producers include Max and Ron Cutler, Sound design by Dick Schroeder, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Trent Williamson, Carly Madden, and Bruce Kotovich. This episode of Conspiracy Theories was written by A.P. Boland, edited by Amber Hurley and Mackenzie Moore, with fact-checking by Adriana Romero, and research by Bradley Klein. Conspiracy Theories stars Molly Brandenburg and Carter Roy. Hi, it's Carter from Parcast Network. Devious Dads is back for a second season and a new collection of hair-raising episodes from across our catalog of shows. Every Sunday, meet the parents who were anything but protectors. Follow Devious Dads free and only on Spotify.
0: Hi, listeners. It's Vanessa. Exciting news! ParCast's first book, Cults Inside the World's Most Notorious Groups and Understanding the People Who Join Them, is now available for pre-order at parcast.com cults. Thanks to your support, we've compiled years of research, insights, and a catalogue of case studies to expose more about these cults and the people behind them than ever before details which haven't even been explored in our cults podcast visit parcast.com cults to pre-order your copy of cults inside the world's most notorious groups and understanding the people who join them